Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. New Japan Pro Wrestling are back. We'll talk about the press conference held just a short while ago from them in a moment. Plus, there seems to be some heat between top stars of WWE and NXT. And John Cena signs up for the BTS Army. For Tuesday, June the 9th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Together, we fight. We have cheered, we have booed, cried bitter tears, and yelled in elation. We share a fighting spirit that overcomes any adversity. Together, we will rise and return to the ring that unites us all. We will overcome. Professional wrestling will fight on the king of sports streaming in JPW World. New Japan are back. We haven't had any live shows from New Japan Pro Wrestling since the pandemic broke out. And a press conference just a few hours ago confirmed that they are back in action. I'll give you uh, the the press release following that press conference. They put this on New Japan World. Uh, it says, in a special press conference broadcast on Tuesday, June the 9th, NJPW's long-awaited return to action was announced with a special Together project event with no fans in attendance to broadcast live on NJPW World on Monday, June the 15th. These matches mark the first to take place in a New Japan ring since February the 6th, sorry, February the 26th, 110 days ago. Fans will have to tune in to NJPW World at 7pm standard time for Japan on June the 15th in order to watch this special comeback event. All those awaiting the card with bated breath, however, will have to wait a little longer. The full card will be announced at bell time, 7pm to find out what will happen on a night that is sure to be full of surprises. So New Japan back on June the 15th. I am very intrigued by a mystery event from New Japan that is taking place in in no, in no time at all. A week yesterday, New Japan back. Uh, it doesn't stop there either because the day after the New Japan Cup gets underway, it's running from June 16th 
till July the 11th. A 32-man open weight tournament, uh, the winner of which challenging Naito for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental Championship in the main event of Dominion on July the 12th. Now, whilst the New Japan Cup tournament and the aforementioned uh, special broadcasts on the 15th will consist of shows in front of no fans, the finals of the New Japan Cup and the Dominion show itself will have live crowds with the venue limited to one third capacity to to make sure they are checking social distancing measures. Uh, it's great to hear New Japan getting back up and running after a pretty tumultuous year. It's been a tough one for everybody, but pretty heartbreaking for New Japan, who had massive plans this year uh, to, to break out in across the world. We, we sat and spoke late last year about how Japan, how New Japan were looking to to, to expand out and have bases in America and further afield. And it was it was going to be a big year for New Japan and everything like the rest of the world just got put on ice. But it's good to see them finally getting the ball going once again. Um, here's an interesting one on a similar note. So uh, Hiromu Takahashi spoke with NJPW. Uh, this was reported by Fightful uh, recently. Talked about some of the ideas uh, for the, the Best of Super Junior tournament. I'm very intrigued by this. I want to share some of Takahashi's thoughts. He says, uh, let's say this whole thing calms down, referring to the pandemic. Even if we can have a Best of Super Junior after all, it'll be pretty hard to bring in wrestlers from overseas. So what if we had wrestlers from other Japanese promotions? We haven't done that for a long time. If there's guys around that can make the grade, it'll be pretty cool. It would stop the Japanese New Japan guys from getting complacent as well and taking their best of Super Junior entry for granted. I love the idea of inviting people from other Japanese wrestling promotions to get involved. It would. It just has a, such a such a big time feel about that. I'm really down for that. Of course, it would involve changing some major habits of a lifetime, but it's not out of the realms of possibility. Uh, Takahashi also wants the semi-finals back, and he wants it held at the same time as the G1 Climax tournament. He says so. Five G1 matches and five best of Super Juniors each night. Then, when it comes to the card for the final day, after we find out the finalists, they should announce a poll to decide which is the main event. I think I would win that, <laughs> says Takahashi. If I win Best of Super Junior and Naito wins the G1, they'd have to make me and Naito in the Tokyo Dome the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. If we do Best of G1 Climax and me and Naito both win, they can make the Tokyo Dome main event right there. Then I win that match for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. I, I, you know what? Not against Takahashi and Naito. <laughs> That's a... An intriguing lineup. I like that. Um, big, big love to Takahashi. Big fan of that idea. Uh, mainly the one of bringing in other wrestling promotions from around Japan. I quite, I like that. I do, I do. Uh, but the big thing this morning and the really warm, happy news is that New Japan Pro Wrestling getting back underway. June 15th, you have time until between now and then to get subscribed to NJPW World. We've got ourselves a mystery card from New Japan on Monday. It's going to be great. I have voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand. No one will survive. Have 
some heat between top WWE and NXT stars by the looks of things on Twitter. Twitter always brings out the worst in us, doesn't it? Uh, Randy Orton seemingly took a couple of pot shots uh, to NXT following TakeOver. He tweeted out, Heard NXT TakeOver in your house was great. Slapping my leg for you guys. Sincerely. Hashtag leg slap. Obviously referring to... Uh, Wrestlers that slap their leg to make the kicking sound. It's just a bit of a weird dig. Might have been a joke, but one person that didn't take it as a joke was Tommaso Ciampa, uh, the former NXT champion who had a short but aggressive match with Karrion Cross on Sunday night. Uh, replied to Orton saying, My daughter's had trouble sleeping lately. Luckily, I found a remedy. Randy Orton matches. Better than NyQuil. Sincerely. Hashtag an entire locker room who busted their asses. Uh, Randy Orton clapped back from this saying, Looks like I hurt the feelings of the self-appointed locker room leader of a wrestling school. Let me know what time leg slap class starts so I can take my game to the next level. Uh, Orton and Champa going back and forth on it on Twitter. Uh, I'm assuming there's some tongue planted in cheek here regarding the leg slapping comments. But Orton's always been one just to sound off on Twitter. And Champa is fiercely uh, defending the the NXT locker room. He, and this is something that he does quite a lot. Uh, talk of what will happen next to Champa uh, may suggest that this is playing the long social media game for a match with Orton. Uh, now Tommaso Champa has uh, lost to Karrion Cross. There is a discussion that Champa may be, and there's, this is only like speculation, maybe heading away from NXT off to Raw or SmackDown, possibly lining up something between him and Orton post backlash. Edge. Orton, I think the story writes itself, don't you? Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Searching in the dark, sweat soaking through the floor. The grit and passion of Edge versus the natural ability of Randy Orton. This has the potential to be the greatest wrestling match ever. The story writes itself. Talking of Backlash, the greatest wrestling match ever has already been recorded. That will air on Sunday night along with the rest of the card. Uh, Edge was talking about the match uh, with ESPN's Art Locale at the interview, on, on an interview with him recently, and said, There is no such thing as the greatest match ever. You're not going to be able to say definitively what is the greatest song of all time, what is the greatest painting of all time, what is the greatest movie of all time, what is the greatest band of all time. It's impossible because there's no general consensus. You can't you can have great matches, but what is the greatest what but what is the greatest is going to be different to almost everybody. So Edge very openly taking some exception, touch of umbrage maybe with being put in the greatest wrestling match ever at Backlash 2020. Uh, he says that when he heard the phrase greatest wrestling match ever bounded around uh, from Vince McMahon and Paul Heyman, he didn't think it was for real. Ed says, I laughed because I didn't think it was serious. Then I realised fairly quickly that it was. And then my reaction was, 
is this wise? Because anytime you say something the greatest beforehand, you're setting yourself up for failure. And I don't think I don't ever want to think that way. See, I get it from Edge's point of view because I, I know it's been talked about it on Raw, where Edge has shown doubt about his wrestling skill. But you know what? There's probably a bit of truth to that. Edge hasn't been in a fully fledged wrestling match for a long, long time. And, and I would be nervous about it. I think anybody in their right mind would be nervous about stepping into the ring, especially when you're putting the, the, the marquee above the match that says greatest wrestling match ever. And it's already been sort of openly mocked by quite a few uh, wrestling pundits and fans as well. It's, it's a big old hill to climb on that one. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Also on Backlash, Bailey and Sasha Banks will be defending their newly won women's tag team titles against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross and the Iconics. This was a triple threat match added to the pay-per-view just the other night. This is the first defense for uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, on pay-per-view as the women's tag team champions. Uh, this is their second run with the belts as well. They were the initial, the inaugural champions after winning them at Elimination Chamber before losing it to the other team in this match, the Iconics at WrestleMania 35. Potentially a fun match between these three teams. Uh, so Backlash now shaping up Along with the triple threat for the women's tag team title, we've got Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison for the Universal title, uh, Asuka and Nia Jax for the Raw Women's title, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley uh, for the WWE title, and as we said just before, the greatest wrestling match ever between Edge 
and Randy Orton. Also added to that card as well on SmackDown this past week. Uh, Jeff Hardy will go one-on-one -on -one with Sheamus, continuing the story uh, of, uh, of the last few weeks, which features Jeff Hardy possibly being done for DUI. It's a story that has made quite a few people very uncomfortable, but it continues at Backlash on Sunday. Bit more Twitter war nonsense for you now, and a very unexpected Twitter spat took place between WWE and AEW stars. So it started with Brian Cage, latest uh, to join AEW, posting a video of himself hitting a turnaround springboard moonsault. Looked very, very nice. He does so much for a big guy. Uh, from there, a lot of fans uh, got into the replies and got in his mentions, accusing him of stealing the move from Lacey Evans. Now, any wrestling historian like myself will know that Lacey Evans wasn't the first person to do the turnaround springboard moonsault, nor was Brian Cage. Kevin Owens did it for years. Mark Mero used to do it. The Wild Man used to do the Mero salt. Uh, so long before both of these two. But anyway, so Lacey Evans cottons on that she's being tagged in these in these messages to Brian Cage. And she, she gets involved and says, I don't know who you are, you nasty. I'm four years in the game and doing it better than you. Don't make me lose my manners, sweetheart. Uh, Brian Cage replies with a video uh, showing him doing the move a long time ago before Lacey Evans saying, there you go, sweetheart. Uh, Lacey puts this to rest, saying, listening to random nasties fight over who created a move I never claimed to own. Haha, <laughs> got him. Oh, cheekiness. Brian Cage versus Lacey is the WWE AEW feud I didn't think I would see this week, but here we are. So a WWE SmackDown star possibly getting a gimmick change, but now we're not so sure. So Tamina posted a video onto her personal Twitter, which features her in a straight jacket, uh, talking about uh, how things need to change, how uh, she's given 10 years of her life for the company, and, and uh, only there's only so much a person could take before they crack, saying, signing off by saying, the master's calling. Really intriguing video, which has since now been deleted from her Twitter. So now it's nowhere to be found at all. But it was certainly there for a good couple of hours. Whether or not she's posted it without the company's permission, we're not entirely sure. But uh, Tamina possibly getting a new gimmick. We'll keep an eye on this one. So it was reported recently that WWE is preparing to move NXT star Dominic Dijakovic from NXT to Raw. This is according to Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer. Last night before Raw, Dijakovic got on his socials and tweeted a picture of Seth Rollins to add a little bit of fuel to that fire. Maybe his first target, maybe his ally. We don't know. No words accompanied it, just a picture of Seth Rollins. Uh, I think as, a, as an ally, Dijakovic joining Seth Rollins' faction. Nice idea. Some good steam behind that. As Dijakovic coming after Seth Rollins, amazing. Dijakovic is a wrestling machine. I think him and Seth could have some fun. Very intrigued by this. Talking of teases on NXT, a fan posted a selfie in front of Full Sail for last night's takeover, mentioning how much he misses being a part of WWE shows. A Triple H, of all people, quote retweeted uh, with simply the word soon. So very soon, possibly. Triple H is teased anything to go by. Uh, live crowds back on NXT at least. I, I reckon give that July and we'll have live crowds there again. I'm, that's, that's just a hack theory. 
Speaking of NXT, this is a bit of a golden nugget from the post-takeover media call. Uh, it turns out that Triple H tried to get Michael Hayes to revert to his old gimmick for one night only, and uh, he didn't take very nicely to the idea. Triple H said, you have no idea how hard I tried to get Michael Hayes to cut his hair and show up as Doc Hendricks. His refusal was loud and very intense. I could hear him explode <laughs> through my cell phone. As his, as his Doc Hendricks photo appeared on the wall of Johnny Gargano's living room, which was phenomenal. Those nostalgic moments and all the things you remember if you're old enough, even if you're not between the WWE Network and YouTube clips, it's right there for everybody. From Regal doing his best Lord Alfred Hayes, uh, to the ice cream sandwiches, to the Ica Pro, it was a lot of fun and paid back the nostalgia in a great way for fans. Could this come again, says Triple H? Absolutely. I think people enjoyed it. I for one loved it. I am more than happy to see a retro in your house show again very soon. Maybe, maybe for the next one, we get Doc Hendricks to cut his hair. We send our best to Pete Gas. Remember Pete Gas from the Mean Street Posse? He underwent partial knee replacement this month. He started physical therapy right now. Uh, legitimately uh, one of Shane McMahon's lifelong friends. He was brought in along with Rodney as the Mean Street Posse and then later Joey Abs. Uh, he's, he wrote a book a couple of years ago called Looking at the Lights, which you can still buy on Amazon. Uh, he's had a couple of cameos here and there for WWE, uh, but now he's working as a bond broker and just obviously having some, nag some nagging injuries from his wrestling days. So we send our best wishes to Pete Gass. Pete Gass getting a nod in 2020. So two former WWE stars are getting set for life after the company and life after lockdown as well. They have teased their next move and announced a new show which is coming our way this coming August. So Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson put a trailer on Twitter for Talk Shopper Talk and Shopper Mania, uh, which is, the trailer itself features a wrestling ring in the middle of a field as part of a Rocky Romero dream sequence. Voices you can hear in the in the trail slash dream sequence are of Chad Too Bad and Sex Ferguson, the alter egos of uh, Anderson and Gallows. Five will select reported that the show is likely to be a part wrestling show, part variety show on August the 1st. Keep an eye on Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson and Rocky Romero's Twitter for more details on it. And finally, what's that? You don't recognise that? It's a bit of BTS. Biggest band on the planet right now. And it turns out John Cena is a member of the army and he's a good guy as well as a BTS. So BTS made a massive donation to the Black Lives Matter movement this weekend, which encouraged their fan base uh, to match the amount together. So Variety reported this, that BTS donated $1 million to the Black Lives Matter organization last week. Following their generous donation, uh, the BTS army had the idea to raise money uh, to match the amount. Within 24 hours, the BTS army had raised $800,000. And it turns out that John Cena was one of those in the BTS army raising the money. He tweeted out saying, very happy to join BTS army in efforts to match BTS's tremendous donation. Hashtag army match one M. 
hashtag. Uh, now, we don't know how much John Cena donated, uh, but the $1 million goal has been absolutely crushed by now. Uh, now, and a statement from the fundraiser says the money is going to be dedicated to bailouts for those arrested for protesting police brutality. Uh, also heading towards black-led advocacy organizations fighting against systematic injustice and support for the physical and mental health of the black community. So thanks to the combined efforts of BTS, the BTS Army and its latest recruit John Cena, well over $2 million going towards Black Lives Matter. It's an incredible number. That is your Cultaholic Wrestling News for Tuesday on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later today. Since it is Tuesday, expect Raw Graded and the WTF moments from last night's Monday Night Raw as well, both along throughout the day on the YouTube channel. At Cultaholic.com, check out five times WWE quickly rehired released superstars the drake maverick is not an exception this has happened in the past and we'll give you a few of the stories uh, on the cult on cultaholic.com right now if you head there and on the podcast feed a brand new episode of the cultaholic classic smackdown review later today matthew greg and myself are watching every episode of smackdown from the beginning and we are just kicking off uh, our road to wrestlemania uh, into the year 2000 also, tomorrow on the podcast feed, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps featuring former star of TNA Wrestling, now one of the hosts of Grown Ass Women, So Cal Val, is going to be joining me, sharing the three wrestling matches that she would watch if she was stranded on a desert island. We'll talk to So Cal Val tomorrow, and I will speak to you tomorrow too. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.